Hello, 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 and welcome back to Scary Stories from Under the Stairs podcast. And we are on episode number eight. Eight. All right, this one's a long one, so we're going to do a really quick intro and get into it. Yeah. So I hope everyone had a happy and safe Halloween. We were sick. Yeah, we were sick, then we weren't sick, then we were sick again, but then we survived and we made it out for Halloween. And then I got sick the next day. And then Brielle got sick again. It wasn't, like, really, really bad. It went away around. It was more just, yeah, like a tummy ache. Like a, It was like a morning sickness. It was kind of one where I was like, oh, no, if I go to school, I'm going to. Would have been too rough. Yeah, I feel like I made the right decision by staying home. But we're all better now. Mm-hmm. Eating candy. Yep, back to eating candy. Um, yeah. Anything else new? Um, We watched Titanic. Which I'm hoping by, if you read the title, that that's um, <laughs> what we're doing today, so. I know. I got really upset. The song was not really in the movie at all. Yeah. And some scenes almost made me cry. Well, yeah. It's, Mostly like Dad children. said, it's, call, it's called a romance thriller, maybe? But really, it's just a tearjerker. It's a sad movie. Um, it is not happy at all. Jack, Jack dies. It ain't romance. Hey, spoiler alert. They gotta see it by now. No, there's always kids on, you know, going on their TikTok, YouTube, being like... Going on their TikTok. They probably already know Jack dies. Everyone knew that. All right. Oh, here's a big spoiler. They don't even do the famous Titanic thing where Rose is on the side of a boat and going like this with her arms, you know, like... The King of the World thing? Yeah. With Rose? Yeah, they do, and they kiss. Oh. I didn't play the song in that scene, though. No, but... Oh, I should have you watch the music video. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. I don't even want to know. Okay, anything else new with you? No. Oh, I'm doing cheer. Yep, cheer started. I get to be a flyer. Yep. Uh, Nothing new. Well, I guess, I I mean, I started working out with my friend. Um, Oh, yeah. But that's it. My life's boring. This is it, my podcast, so... (laughs) Thanks for the people sticking around. <laughs> um, another another thing that's really annoying right now that's been happening in my life is Pepper's shedding. The dog? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's that time of the year. She's changing Damn. her coats. She sleeps with me. Well, I got new sheets to change out, so. I wake up and I'm like, it's well, dusty. All right, there. I'll change them before you go to bed. I just washed them all again. To like, to I have it. to change them like every week. I know. Pepper sheds like crazy. Well, she's going to the groomer. Oh, gosh, no. She's fluffy, but, like, we can't let her get too fluffy. I know. Or when she turns into... She's got to look good for the holidays. I know. Get a and I have to catch her before she gets too bad, so then they don't have to, like, majorly cut her because she gets all... Like, I've been trying to brush her every week. It's been rough. I know. I feel like we should start putting sweaters on Pepper again. No, because then it mats her fur up. I know, but she loves them. I know she does. <laughs> we gotta put one on her for Christmas, though. Oh, yeah. Okay, Paul, do you guys put sweaters on your dogs? Let us know. We do and we don't. We we don't. only do it because our dog absolutely... She does love them. <laughs> we, we will bring, like, one home or something, or, like, a new, like... You know, like, those little collars you can get yeah. from the groomer, but they're not, like... Oh, like the bandanas? Yes. Yeah. 
Pepper loves those. She likes to look good. <laughs> she does. She's a style dog. She loves a good shirt. Mm-hmm. Like, so our dog, she'll, like, scratch, like, Yeah, she gets, fur, like, she a has a spot. A That's a sensitive spot. So we spot. had to start putting, like, sweaters on her so she'll stop scratching at it. But then, ever since then, she loves shirts. She loves sweaters, like, but she doesn't. I think sh- they make her feel, like, like safe. Us. Yeah, and they smell like us because, like, we started out, obviously, with kids' t-shirts like, before we started buying her sweaters. Then when she loved the kids' t-shirts so much, I was like, well, I guess I could just buy her dog sweaters, and then she loved those. <laughs> she I guess loves- I think they make her feel safe, like those thunder blankets, like the yeah. or thunder shirts you can get for dogs. I think it's the same idea. Mm-hmm. But we don't do it all the time. No, because like I said, it mats up her hair too bad. Yeah. <sighs> Poor Pepper. Yeah, it's a sick game we play. I know, she loves it, but we can't do it a lot. Okay, um, let's see. So we, we're gonna do the Titanic. We're gonna, um, kind of go over the information about the ship. I'm gonna break down all the boat decks, so that way you understand what the ship was like. Obviously, most of you have probably seen the movie, but that way you kind of can get an understanding when we go through the timeline of the disaster of Mm -hmm. what's happening and where, and we'll kind of go over later when we're done with that well like i said we'll go over the timeline um i have the full count of total passengers saved lost um i have a list of famous people who were on the ship and some other little fun facts and then at the end we have some hauntings and spooky things. Brielle's rolling her eyes. She doesn't think it's spooky enough. But I, I just think the whole story is haunting. The ship has, like, the ship has sunk. It's, it's, but it's still, like, a haunted history. Like, it's still something that I sticks. See, kind of like the Bermuda, like, triangle, you know, where all, like, oh, yeah, everything disappears well, here. I think kinda. I've got one, one of the little yeah. speculation things mm-hmm. I think you're going to like. You know, and, like, if you go in there, storms happen, sharks appear, like, I don't, I mean, it's pretty cold. Yeah, no sharks have gone there before. Well, I believe it. And I feel like the area where the Titanic sunk, like, people are like, oh, you can see the ghost ship, you know, you can hear people splashing in the water. Well. Oh, help me. You are so unsympathetic sometimes. What? What does that mean? Like, you are like, oh, yeah, I'm sure they're lying. Well, I don't know, because, like, that one, just the Titanic, it just doesn't, like, I don't know. You're hating on our podcast. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. Obviously, clearly, I picked this one and not Brielle, so maybe next week you'll have to pick it and do all the research. Mine's gonna be better. I spent, like, nine hours on this, so. We're supposed to do, like, urban legend stuff. We will. Next, okay, you you're going to look up the next one, and it's going to be an urban legend, and you're doing it. Okay. You're still writing this up. What? No. <laughs> so I said, you're going to research it and write it. You know, my, fine. I'll make you say some embarrassing stuff then. Fine. 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 All right. Let's get into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to take you through some of the Titanic specs and facts. The owner of the Titanic was the White Star Line, and it was designed by Thomas Andrews and, like, funded by J.B. Morgan and J. Bruce Ismay. I know, those are yeah. too many J's. <laughs> Built by Harlan and Wolf of Belfast. That's in Ireland. Yeah. Captained by Edward Smith. 
classification Olympic class ocean liner. Name the name of like the Titanic was like inspired by Greek words for Titan because you know how large and godlike it was. Oh, Titanic, Titan. Yeah, Titan. Oh, I kind of did it now. Now you got it. And, and it was, <laughs> and it costed around like one point five million. And something really cool was the radio call, MGY, which would be like communicated with Morse code, a wireless like technology provided by Marconi International Marine Communication Company. <laughs> that was hard to get out. Because <laughs> earlier I called it macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> Passengers could send and receive telegrams, but they were called macaroni. No. <laughs> Marconi grams. Marconi grams. I said it. You said it. <laughs> like, they gave the Titanic a special, like, musical tone, so, like, you knew when they were talking. You know, kind of mm-hmm. like a... Like, have you ever been in somewhere when, it, before, like, the speaker goes on, it's like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, then you would know you were talking, like, with the Titanic. Because it was that special. Yep. And this transmitter provided by Marconi was one of the most powerful in the world. It had a radius of 350 miles. Yep. The ship took also about, like, three years to build. So, that's a pretty long time. But there's been also places that have took way longer. Yeah, so it was built in Belfast, Ireland. They say... The Irish built it, and the English sank it. <laughs> <laughs> what a great mix. Right? <laughs> so, size specs, 882 feet and 9 inches long. The max width was 92 feet and 6 inches, and the tonnage was 46,328 nope. 46, tons. Um, that's not a comma. That's a period. Oh, Sorry. Blame it on the notes. (laughs) So the height was 175 feet from keel to the top of the funnels. The draw was 34 feet and 7 inches. Depth, 64 feet and 6 inches. With decks, with like being like 8, like 8 being for passengers, you know? So you didn't say 10. Whatever. So there was 10 decks, 8 were allowed for passengers. Oh. There you go. Okay, there was also two steam engines and a low-pressure turbine for the center propeller, which was, like, three wings. It was, like, really yeah, big. Yeah, so, like, each separate engine propelled the other propellers, but the turbine one was specifically for the middle one. And it was huge. Yeah. There were also, like, two more propellers, so three in total horsepower, like, 46,000 between the steam engines and the turbine. So, speed was 21 knots and 24 miles per hour on average, but max speed was like 23 knots, which equals 26 miles per hour. Boilers, 24 double-ended and 5 single-ended, and 4 smokestacks through, but like, though, like, you know, 3 of them were like, functional. And the fourth was just for show because it looked like, you know, wimpy, like it didn't look good. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't look like enough for like mm-hmm. the whole length of the ship. There were 16 watertight compartments that were divided by 15 bulkheads that closed with steel doors and could close in 25 seconds. Oh, that was in the movie. Yeah, like when they were rushing through to, like... A lot of them actually made it. Like, through the door. Well, in that scene. Yeah, but in real life, I bet some of them got squished. Probably. <sighs> Imagine, like, you made it and then the guy gets squished. Right I'm in front of you. sure it happened. I would have been like... Ugh. Ugh. Okay, and these, ex- like, extended above 
the natural like water line of the ship. There were 176 firemen, and it's not actually like firefighters. You know? Yeah. So don't think of that. Don't it's th- it's people who worked around like the clock shoveling of 600 tons of coal a day to keep the engines going. Like they literally just like yep. Like literally that's exactly what they did. They just like shoveled the coal. That's all they did. It just they got just dirty. Did shifts, just constant. It's hot go, in there go, go. and it's steamy to keep the engines like going and like removing at least 100 tons of ash each day. Like it's so much. And in the movie it's kind of, that's the most brutal scene ever. The electrical power that came from the turbine was more than most cities' power stations. Yeah. At least back then, right? Yeah. Because now... Yeah, well, now. Yeah, but, like, now most it's... towns back then didn't even have as much power as the Titanic was holding on one ship. Yeah, it was a really heavy ship. That's probably why it sank also as well. Well, he said, it's made of steel. I assure you, it'll sink. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm sorry, this is sinking. It's going down. You really, you really thought that just because you said it ain't gonna sink. Well. <laughs> All right. So the estimates on passengers' totals, because each source was slightly different. And I'm sure, like, that was because they were probably, like, variations on children travelers and other reasons such as people getting off at the first two destinations, you know, because they were stopping at multiple stops and stuff, yep, right? Yeah, we'll go over it, yep. Mm-hmm. People canceling at the last moment, you know, all this stuff. Yep. And, like... So what carrying, did it end up? Yeah. So what did it, they end up carrying? Like two thousand and like two hundred and twenty-four total, like pounds. I think. No people. People. Wow. That yeah. That's sorry. Carrying people. <laughs> sorry guys. Passengers like. Wow. One thousand three hundred and thirty-two. Mm-hmm. Wow. And like the crew was eight hundred and ninety-two. Yep. I feel like there should have been more crew. Well, it's a lot of people. <laughs> 300, and there was 3,560 life jackets, like, were on the ship. That's a lot of life jackets. Yeah, that's a lot of life jackets. And, and 48, like, ring bows. Life, you know, preservers. Buoy, they're buoys. Like, buoys, like I know, it's, it's a funky word. <laughs> life preservers. Like, those round, like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about? They're, like, almost kind of, like, foam stone. Yeah. Okay, I can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> Styrofoamy. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just stop talking. <laughs> I'll stop. <laughs> and 20 lifeboats that could carry about 65 per lifeboat. And literally, they only put, like, 12 people on. We'll get to it. But also, they kind of had a point, because they said in the movie it was about weight. Right. And they're, it was made out of wood. Like, well, we'll get there. I don't know. So the amount of passengers, like, seems to change from every source, like, we checked. So no matter how many ways you cut... Like, you cut the cake. Oh, my gosh. You cut the cake. Here. There is... So how many ways you slice it? <laughs> there is not enough space on the lifeboats for amount of passengers and crew members on the ship. In fact, it was only about enough for half of the passengers on board, if loaded properly. But, again, this was actually above current standards for the time. And, like, trigger warning... Oh, wait, yeah, so there's other people, yeah, there's other things on the boat besides people. Mm -hmm. So this is a trigger warning for perished pets. It doesn't really show it in the movie. No, it doesn't show it in the movie. Good. They haven't had too much tears. So I guess it's up to you if you want to, if you want to list all the pets, well, the... Oof. Okay. I might 
cut it off a little bit. There were also, like, animals on the ship. The Titanic had its, like, own ship cat who... Oh, no. Yeah, oh, no. Who, who helped keep the mice and rat populations down. I've heard about that. Her name yeah. was Jenny. Oh, her name was Jenny. She didn't make it. And she actually... She actually gave birth to kittens. No! The kids were She gave birth to kittens just a week before they set sail. Did she even go on the boat? Yeah. Oh, dang it. Did the kittens go? Yeah, and Violet, um, Violet Jessup's, um, I don't know about the kittens, but she did. Maybe the kittens stayed on the other boat, that's where she had them. But Violet Jessup, the nurse, remember, mm-hmm. she was on the three different ships that all crashed. Oh. But in her yeah. diary, she wrote about Jenny the cat. And, and that, that they all loved her. <laughs> she was the best cat. No, not Jenny. There were dogs. Oh, no. You're like, you said were. <laughs> Don't worry. I marked which one. They're, not all of them perish. I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> King Charles Spaniel. That's a, that's a good Unnamed. If they don't have, if they don't have this next to it. They're like, Aww. so. The King Charles Spaniel didn't make it. I think I got that. <laughs> Two Airedales Terriers. Not the Terriers! Yep. One of them's name was Kitty. <laughs> they didn't make it. French Bulldog, unnamed. Didn't make it. I think I get it. Chow, 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 a chow, chow. Yep. A chow, chow, Pomer- named chow, chow. <laughs> Pomeranian, named Lady. Oh, she survives. She survives. Good job, lady. Okay. In a... Pekingese. I've never heard of that dog. Well, guess what? Survived. Survived. Newfoundland named Rigel. R- Rigel? I, Rigel? Yeah, I don't know how Rigel. you say that. Rigel? Rigel? Like Nigel? You know, I'm not sure. Yeah. But I do not believe he survived. Or that he was even real. They said that he was one of the officer's dogs and they, they allowed it on the ship. But then some people were like, no, there was no dog. Like, what are you talking about? What? Like, there would like no like... officer had a dog. Like, they were like, hey. So, I don't know. But, so, Riggle, Raggle may or may not have been there. Oh, there actually is dogs in the movie, I think. Yeah, when they're getting on, remember? But they don't show it, like. But they don't show them perishing. I think. Oh, we got, we got, we're moving on. Okay. All right. Whew. You're rude. How dare we're, you? We're still on the dogs. No, dang it. I thought we were over of that. No. So, is it Fro-Fro? Fru-Fru. Okay, a beautiful toy breed of some sort. A toy breed? What's that? She... Don't even say it. It, it, it didn't specify. It just said... Everyone just said it was the most beautiful dog they've ever seen. But, um... We're gonna look that up. There yeah. were other dogs and pets that were unfortunately not found in documents and were lost with the ship. Oh, shut up. And it's on board records. There were also birds... Oh, like canaries and cockerels. Cockerels, did I say it right? Yep. And four roosters. Roosters! Yeah, someone brought f- four prize roosters. <laughs> I don't know if any of the birds made it. I'm gonna say probably not. Or they could have, and they could have went and flew. Where are they going? Is it an iceberg? Yeah. Kaka! Can't catch me. <laughs> I'm on top of you. Alright. That is that is it for the animals. So, we think. <laughs> okay. I ain't never going on a cruise. <laughs> prices for tickets oh gosh <laughs> it's gonna be really expensive yeah, we're gonna start from um the cheapest to the most expensive all right oh gosh third class from like south 
South, oh my gosh, I just slipped up. Southampton mm-hmm. or Queenstown. They were two separate places, but mm-hmm. either of these destinations yeah. cost it the same. What, it'd be like around like $800 today. That's the third class cheapest Dang. ticket. We kind of skip. It kind of skipped over second class, and so now we're jumping to like the lower end of the first class to yeah. the highest end of first class. So the cheapest first class tickets were around two thousand four hundred dollars today. Wow! And the most expensive first class tickets were priced around ninety two thousand dollars today. A person. A person. <laughs> a person. A ticket. We ain't going on a so that around that like ninety two thousand ticket range you remember with uh cal and rose and you like they were out on their little thing having their tea and on their own promenade and he goes this is your own private promenade and they had different suite rooms and all that stuff and then they have a fight yeah but yeah yes yes where they have the <laughs> fight yeah and he tosses and he's like you'll be my wife and you'll treat me like you're my wife blah 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 that area, that area. So that they were the they were in the ninety thousand dollar range. The fact that they make they make him survive. Yep. Or did he? No, or did no, he get knocked? He, out? Well, remember, she says what happens to him later at the market crash. Oh yeah. And she's like, "Gotcha." <laughs> okay, so now um, Brielle's gonna start with the beginning timeline. So none of the disaster yet. This is just like gen- general timeline of the Titanic. Okay, so, <clears throat> beginning timeline, April 2nd, 1912. I saw that right. Okay, yep. RMS, Titanic leaves Belfast, Ireland, oh gosh. heading to South Hampton. Hampton, England, with 14 ship passengers and 400 crew members. Dang. April 10th, 1912, Wednesday, by the way. 922 passengers board a Titanic as it heads for its first destination, Charbo. Charbo. Sorry, we're we're not French. It's the French. They head across the English Channel to Charbo, Charbo, France. Something, something. We are so sorry, France. (laughs) Sorry, we're Michiganders. (laughs) We say weird things. (laughs) Keep going. Twenty-four passengers disembark here, but so like they got off the ship. Twenty-four people did, and two hundred seventy-four people join on board the Titanic this day before it heads to Queenstown, Ireland, where eight more passengers disembark here of the 274 who joined the group of passengers that day was the famous molly brown of denver colorado so she went on the ship yeah she was real remember nice. the lady who's like you gonna cut it for her too cal <laughs> yeah yeah oh, she I was a real her. person she she lived too i think right yeah and there's one more all right and there's also and there was also John Jacob Astor of America, who was extremely, like, wealthy businessman. And his wife. And his wife. Or is she a gold digger? That's debatable. I bet it's that. April 11th, 1912. Thursday. If you didn't know. <laughs> 120 people joined on board the Titanic while docked at Queenstown. Nice. Not really. Well, this would be the they last... thought it was going to be a good time. They thought it was going to be fun. This would be the last port of a Titanic would be seen at. Before it go oof. Before it oofs. To the Before, oofs. Before we go on to the down. actual timeline of a disaster, we want to break down the decks. So, as we talk about where we are on the ship and what's happening, we have a better understanding of who is where and when. And by the way, if you think Jack and Rose are real... Yeah, sorry. They're not. I hate to break it to you. They're just actors. 
and they're not real people. Yeah, well, before I get to the decks, I just want to let you know there were some extra facts. Like, uh, one of, remember J.P. Morgan mm-hmm. from the beginning? He's, well, you've probably heard of him. There's mm-hmm. still J.P. Morgan to this day. But um, he was supposed to get on the ship, and he canceled at the last second. Like, he had, like, got a, because he's a funder, he had, like, a free ticket, you know, like, to get yeah. on the ship. But he ended up canceling. I can't remember why. I've read so much, um, and I forgot to write it down. But, he, yeah, he ended up canceling. He was sick or business or something. And also the owner of the Hershey Company. Mm-hmm. So, like, Mr. Hershey, the original. Um, he was supposed to be on the ship also. Oh. Um, but business, there, you know, there was a big, uh, I guess, a chocolate emergency. <laughs> and he had, oh, no. he had to leave early. So he had to catch an earlier <laughs> ship, which was actually called the America, which is actually spelled A-M-E-R-I-K-A fancy and they are one of the ships later that send the like hey there's ice in the area warnings so he's probably like thank god for the emergency chocolate situation i know here's how it probably went in the hershey how everything happened probably the dark chocolate hershey's got mixed with the regular and they're like oh no then they invented a new chocolate and they're like okay this is pretty busting we're gonna just call this um regular milk chocolate <laughs> um okay so we mixed our dark with the milk um dark milk chocolate dark milk chocolate i don't, I don't know it could just be a regular hershey they won't know okay hate to be the people that get that pack of hershey's mm. what is this? <laughs> he's like it's fine, <laughs> fine. alright I'll get to the decks then alright I don't know Okay, so I'm going to walk you through all of the decks, which there are 10 of them in total, and eight of them are allowed for passengers. Um, So we'll just start from the top, working all the way to the bottom. So first one is Boat Deck. Boat Deck is named after the lifeboats that line this deck, and for the fact that at the front of the deck is where the bridge is, which extends out actually past the wheelhouse in the mm-hmm. center of the um, extension. So, like, there's, like, area around it so they can walk all the way around it. Yeah. And then, like, the bridge where the they um, actually, you know, run the ship. Um, the officers' quarters are directly behind the wheelhouse, and this area also includes the officers' deck for, obviously, for viewing the boat and the surrounding area um, and the first stack of the smokestacks are in this area and isn't it also called the b deck for boat deck or did you already say that um no because there's a different like the bridge is part of like this is like a different deck and then we'll get to the bridge so what is the b deck then it's basically like the deck that surrounds this that there's like there's lifeboats on it yeah, I know. It's it's kind of... Um, the, the remaining areas of this deck are broken up into three sections. You have first class, which includes no lifeboats lining this area because obviously they didn't pay for an obstructive view. Um, clearly, trying to set the mood. The first class section included the entrance to the gymnasium and the entrance to the first class grand staircase. From this area, you could also see the high ceilings of the first class lounge and the second and third stacks are located here. Then also is the engineer deck. Lifeboats obviously start here 
So obviously this is past the first class area, and this area breaks up the first and second class promenades. So directly behind first class promenade is the engineer deck promenade. Uh, they do not have lifeboats lining this area of the deck fully. This is just where they start. Uh, then we have the second class promenade, which is lifeboats are starting to completely line this area. Clearly, they should have splurged um, to have a lifeboat free view. This is where the second class staircase entrance is, which was located um, kind of towards the back area. Uh, it was obviously quite modest compared to the grand staircase. Uh, the fourth stack was located here, <clears throat> which you could see the raised roof of the first class smoking room from this location. So, you remember when they're on the boat and they're walking around and they're talking about the lifeboats? Yeah. Rose and Mr. Andrews. Like, kind of pretty early on in the movie. Yeah, I remember that. And she's kind of doing the math and he's like, oh, it's fine. Like, but he's kind of like, you're right. Like, there's only enough for half. Yeah. That's, that's the deck that they're on. It's basically half of the ship deck. When he's, yeah, when he's giving the tour. <clears throat> um, let's see. Yeah, okay, that's what I just said. And then, now we're going to go on to A deck. This is the deck. This is the deck for the first class passengers only. Obviously, and members of crew that needed to be there to work for them. But, first class only. Uh, this is, again, another promenade, which was the biggest one. It was 546 feet in length. Completely unobstructed. So, no extra boat stuff. No other overhead things. Just complete 546 feet of promenade walking uh we're starting with the swanky first class staterooms and suites now this deck is generally enclosed except for the midship area that was open so it's just like a think of like an open gymnasium just like one big square wooden mm -hmm. but surrounded by um like a walkway on each side and staterooms uh they included the Palm Court, a.k.a. the Glass Atrium Tea Room. So this is, like, where Rose and is watching the little girl get coached on how to, like, sit properly at the table. And she puts the napkin all down nice and neat. Sad. Yeah, and she realizes, like, oh, yep, that'll be me in a few years coaching my little one, and I don't like that. Uh, also, the first-class smoking room was loaded, located here, along with the lounge. Like, before on B-Deck, you could see their high ceilings. They reached up a little higher than that because, you know, they wanted them to look as grand as possible. And there was also a first-class reading and writing room on this deck. Now we're on to B-Deck, which is the bridge deck. So this is the actual bridge itself. Um, the, this is, like, where the weight bearing of the deck starts. Like, this is where the actual, like the whole of the ship is um we have more first class staterooms six of them being very bougie they had their own personal promenades again remember when cal and rose are out eating and he yells at her yeah that's what they're eating on is their promenade oh. uh they have an a la carte cafe and a parisian cafe which were both subcontracted out and ran by like personal subcontracted chefs like they had their own restaurants in like Paris and England so they like had little sub like locations on the ship so these were not like the then they had their own crew everything they were not provided by Starline they just rented out the area to be like come check out my awesome chef restaurant um the second class smoking room and entrance hall were located on this deck 
there was a raised uh, forefront area of this level of the ship, which was reserved for third-class passengers to promenade and get fresh air. This is the area where Jack and Tommy and Fabrizio are sitting. Remember, Rose comes out and he looks at her and they lock eyes for a second. Love they fall in love. Place. Yep, that's that third-class area that they're talking about. Are there even a lot of people um, there in the movie? No, because they're separated. Remember, she's up a little higher. So she's up on that first class deck, and then he's down on on this B on this B deck. So she'd be on A deck, mm-hmm. and he's on yeah he's down on B deck at this little third class promenade. <laughs> Which would you like to know what this area is called on the deck? What's it called? It's called the poop deck. <laughs> like that's what it's called on a ship that just happens to be where they put them. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, I wonder what laugh they had when they were deciding that. They're like, don't worry, we'll just put the third class pres- passengers promenade on the poop deck. Ha 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 ha. Jolly good. Ha ha ha. Brielle does not look amused. <laughs> what a bunch of dill holes. I can't swear. I didn't. I know. <laughs> Around this area, um is what's called the forecastle, which is um houses the machinery and the hatch to go to the cargo which I believe this is that same area, again, where Rose and Jack come from when they're down in the the car. Uh, then they come out right before the iceberg. They're kissing, and they're, like, that's that That's that whole area. What? You know what's oh. kind of stupid? What? Jack goes through all of that, almost dies, and then literally dies after it sank. Again, spoiler alert. You should already know he dies. Everyone's <laughs> talking about it. Clearly watch the movie before we do it. You might want to put that, like, I don't know, in the description I'll, Okay, or I can. Um, next we have C Deck, a.k.a. Shelter Deck. Um, this is where we have, again, the third class promenade. Um, so this is all kind of like that same area. Again, this is kind of hard to describe because they're the levels of the ship and, like, where the decks reach out. Um, again, the forecastle is, is taking into some of this area, mm-hmm. um, it, but this is where it generally houses its crew quarters. Um, so a forecastle is a is raised, so that means there's an area underneath now the poop deck, which was the third class public rooms. Um, the third class promenade and poop deck areas were separated by well decks and first class passengers and second class library. Seems a bit odd to separate them. So, like, you have to think, like, on one end of the ship mm-hmm. is third-class passengers. Then the, all the way to the other end of the ship is the third-class passengers. And everyone else is in between. That's a weird So, story. they have to go up and down stairwells to go down to the right. Like, the proper channel. Like, to go across the ship. to go, they, can't, they can't cut through. They have to go down, like, third-class only stairwells up and down. That's it, a weird setup. It it is weird. Like, why not just put them all? Anyway, um, at the back of the ship, where the promenade was, also the third class general area, where we see enclosed benches, basically like seating area. Next to it was the smoking room for the third class. Uh, midship, there was actually a surgery room along with the maids and valets salon. Um. So like their little their area to let loose a little. Why would they be like? No, that. Oh, go surgery ahead. room. I guess maybe in case someone had like an accident. An accident. Yeah, probably more for crew, probably. 
mm. more than honestly passengers because of like kitchen you know yeah yeah cleaners. or like they get burned or something you know what i mean yeah. down i'm sure that's more what I it was for it's not like full full operation surgery it's probably more of like well yeah uh here's like a stitch for like your it, pretty deep cut. exactly but they had one um but yeah the 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 salon for the valets and the maids which would be like the people that uh the rich people actually brought on the ship. This isn't mm-hmm. like they're like the maids provided by White Star Line. This is like this is where they get to go eat dinner while their people are partying and up in first and second class. I'm thinking like that's the room to be in. You know, you're getting all the gossip, yeah, all the information. That would be where I would want to be. Screw being at first class. I want to sit and hear all the nitty gritty gossip at this at the uh, maid and valet salon. Yeah, I don't care if I have to sit all the way across the room. I want to listen. Um, but, um, I wonder if any of them really actually got to use it. I mean, cause I'm sure they were like tending to whatever kids or duties and stuff. So I wonder if they was like, they had to hurry up and go in there and like eat and get a drink and then they're like, gotta go. No, I bet you they got <clears throat> their chances. Maybe. Um, also, I bet you, um, sorry, oh, go ahead. I bet they have like different shifts. So, and like, that could be like, maybe, maybe since they did provide people on the ship that they got a break actually. Yeah, probably. <clears throat> Because you don't see them all the time working on the movie, too. They're... Right. You see different... Like Trudy. I wonder if she got to go live it up. Probably. <laughs> um, also on midship was the Inquiries, a.k.a. the police officer's office, and Pursuers, a.k.a. head steward, uh, who keeps all the records. He's like the record keeper for the ship, and his sleeping cabin was here. And at the front of the ship, the fireman or they, the Coleman rooms, mess hall, and carpentry room were located. This entire deck runs the entire length of the ship. So this is the first, like, full, like, a whole way across. No, nothing breaking it up, no ups and downs of, like, like I was like, trying to explain earlier of how, like, everything's kind of there, but it's all separated, but... Yeah. Um, so now we're on to D deck, a.k.a. saloon deck, and we have... Three, like, major separate rooms here. Again, this is running the entire length of the ship. So this is where you're going to see the first-class dining room, first-class reception room, because, you know, you have to drink separately then. Yeah. <laughs> um, Second-class dining room and third-class entertainment area, a.k.a. it's basically a rec room and bar. So this is probably where Jack and Rose go and drink and dance. Mm-hmm. That would probably be about where they're at. Um, there was also a hospital, not surgery, just like a hospital, so I'm sure mm-hmm. in case anyone got seasick, any other kind of things, with also an infectious center on this deck, so that's new. Um, that was pretty modern for the time, along with the main kitchens and pantries for those dining salons. Um, mm-hmm. There was also first, second, and third class staterooms along this deck, but you are starting to lower your standards with the first class. I'd say it'd be probably more like a second class plus. And then second classrooms, and then obviously the third class are like I said, they're on the ends of the ship. They're like in the worst spots, you know. Yeah. And I'm sure they were like super small. Like it was probably like, here's a spot, put a door there. <laughs> um, there were. This is where we also start to see the beginning of the watertight bulkheads. Um, in fact, the eight out of fifteen are. This is the highest level that they go. Um, which bulkheads are basically the areas that are walled or have a barrier to stop flow from one area to another. Mm. Uh, E-deck, or upper deck. Okay, so this deck was used for accommodations for, again, all three classes, which I'm guessing if you were first class at this point, you were, like, 
all the way down but I'm wondering if this is maybe for like a gentleman who probably wasn't traveling with like a valet and like Yay. they were just like eh I don't need all that fuss um you basically got the cheapest room but again you're still paying for those first class amenities like like the, nice. like the fancy yeah like the fancy eatery and all that kind of stuff um second class we're also staying on this deck which looks honestly predominantly second class on this deck and some third class also towards the end in the back of the ship now, one fun thing to mention about this deck, this is an entire storage room dedicated to, can you guess what it is? No. You have no idea? Like, yeah. What, what's something that, like, you think they would have? Just take a guess. The captain? No. It's like a storage room. I don't know. Well, it's potatoes. An entire room. This was bigger than a third class bedroom. Is it weird? I was actually kind of thinking to say potatoes. Oh, you should have. <laughs> um, so yeah, they had a uh, complete with potato washroom. So like it had that and then a small room next to it was a potato washroom. So I mean, someone's job every single day was to get up, wash and peel potatoes. I like, would like that. Like job. that was right down in the actual plans. I looked at all the plans for every single deck. I need that job. <laughs> and that, that that was that was 100%. They were like, we need potato washroom. Need it. 100. Get it on there. Potatoes uh, are good. <laughs> yeah. I, probably I mean, it was built in Ireland, so I would assume they were probably like, we need them potatoes. And, like, I like potatoes. I like potatoes, too. Potatoes. Um, in this, um, also on E-Deck, there was the cold trimmers. They lived here and worked... Um, bringing coal to the firemen during the working hours. And the firemen's accommodations were also here along with the engineer's mess hall. On one side, oh, and if you're wondering what a trimmer is, a trimmer is literally like who takes like the hunks of coal and they literally trim it down <laughs> into smaller pieces so it's easier to um, carry to the engine rooms. Yeah. Um, okay, so on one side of the ship was the accommodations for the stewards, salon staffs, cook for the poultry fish beef vegetable soup fish sauce those were all separate cooks they were all labeled on the plans they all had their own stations it was all right there um then you have your waiters bartenders wine bottlers pastry artists bakers chocolatiers scullery linen keepers storekeepers dishwashers pantry keepers butchers and carvers storekeepers smoke room keeper the gymnasium attendant pool attendants the boots the bugler the cleaning staff the library They like do you remember you were watching Trolls? And she's yeah. like scullery maid. She like it's basically like, kinda like a glorified like busboy slash uh, like I thought it was gonna be like a food or something. It it is. It it has to do with like like cleaning up like they, they get rid of all like the scraps and like the stuff and then they then there's someone who washes the dishes. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I thought it was like an actual food, like a scullery was a food. Oh no. Um, okay, so I, let's go back to the, the bugler, the cleaning staff, the library steward, the stateroom stewards, deck stewards, carpenter, and joiner, the quartermaster, the bosun and mate, master at arms, see you there in a little bit, Jack, and finally the seaman who helped and worked on general ship tending during the journey, along as, assi along as assistance to everyone I just mentioned, even a page boy. So that's where all their accommodations were. Where they slept. Um, due to the amount of differences of people who stayed on this level, there were two different hallways. One was reserved for first and second class, 
and the other side of the ship was a hallway that was used by all the staff I just mentioned and third-class passengers who occupied both ends of the ship. So they're cutting through, like, all that area, but that was, like, the... So they had a name for this, and it was called Scotland Road, after the famous road in Liverpool, um, because of all the hustle and bustle, and the, so that was what they nicknamed it. Now we have F deck, which is middle deck. This is the last complete deck. So this is where we have third uh, class passengers, second class passengers, engineers' quarters, boiler makers, third class stewards, third class bakery and kitchen, and you guessed it, another smaller more modest but potato locker and washroom third yeah this was a locker versus a room so which is actually funny you think it would be the opposite because you think that potatoes would be cheaper and they'd be feeding the third class a lot more no right bougie potatoes are now bougie give us potatoes at school sometimes i love potatoes we get like a a potato and it's like cooked boiled i guess Mm -hmm. and then they give us like some butter not that good but like we don't eat a lot of butter, so you're not. No, it's bad butter. Oh. All right. Um. Let's see. Okay, and then third class pantries and bakers accommodations, two dining saloons for the third class passengers. Isn't that bars? No. It, it's kind of like an interchangeable word. It just means like an establishment, like an eatery, drinkery. Like they probably had a they probably had a bar in there. Because I think it's a barn and it's going to be a barn. <laughs> Like from the Wild West. <laughs> um, these two rooms were technically one room, but they were separated by um, bulk overhead that kind of like, so like machinery that and mm-hmm. stuff that came through and kind of separated them. Um, one of them on one side was for single men only. And then the other side was for single women and families to kind of keep mm-hmm. people separated. There were also the dog kennels on this This is where all the puppies we talked about earlier and animals, this is where they stayed. The linen rooms were soiled and fresh linens and linen pressing pressing room, along with a linen drying room. This is where the squash and racket uh, court was on, um, along with male and female Turkish baths, again separate, uh, temperature rooms, one hot, one cold, and a steam room, all next to the indoor swimming pool which included showers if you needed to freshen up after your activity of choice. Can you guess what? Want to hear a funny joke? Hmm. The Titanic's pool is still filled. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it was swimming in it. You didn't like that? It was good, but... <laughs> Lame mom joke. Dad um, jokes are better. Dad jokes are better. Um, but these... So you'd think, because they're on like more of the third class area Mm -hmm. that they'd be available but they were not these were only allowed to first class only and were of extra charge to use on top of your ticket yeah third class even second class they were not allowed to use these items only when we dock you can swim for a bit (laughs) maybe um they're gonna be swimming here soon um rolled her eyes at me again. (laughs) Um, But yeah, these were extra charges. They were not included in your amenities. um, And men and women could not mix when using them. They actually had a posted schedule of when men could use it and when women could use it. So you had to pay attention to the times posted and availability. And if you wanted to rent any of those things out and get a gym key or a um, a swimming key, you had to go to like the the activities director basically and 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 get that accommodated because you had to pay for it. So they... Had to give you a ticket. Women and men to be together in the pool? Nope. This wasn't allowed. It wasn't proper. 
dipping. No skinny dipping. I wonder if somebody did. Where's that story? I bet someone did. I bet somebody did too. Like the maids or something sneaking down there in the middle of the night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we're on to G deck, which is a lower deck. This is the deck that is just above the waterline. So you're looking like the natural waterline, like right at the the little portholes looking out. If you could, if they were open, you could reach out and touch the water. This is where the third class passengers on the end were on the ends. Um, this is food storage, ice storage, and ice making machines. That's um, very inventive for the time. Workshop, engineer storage, post office, baggage. Um, this is where the greasers were who worked on the machinery, literally greasing it. So it would just constantly be working properly. So no sticking errors, no nothing. This is where the lead firemen were. Post office, which I already said. Um, squash and racquetball court and swimming bath. So the entrance to it was on F deck, but because like you walked through the top and then you took stairs down to it. You know what I mean? Like how you own a pool room mm-hmm. and they have like a viewing deck up top and then the pool's actually lower. Someone's always watching you. Yeah, well, you know what I mean. Um, so that's, they were actually located on G deck, but the entrances for them were on F um, deck. Um, most, this was like uh, mostly bunkers uh, and boilers. This entire deck is broken up with orlop decks, which we'll talk about here in a second, or like what are considered walkways to go over all of the tanks below. This is where those watertight bulkheads are supposed to be in place and actually breaks up the ship into 10 parts. Yep. So now we're on to orlop deck. The orlop deck is basically the metal walkways and stairways you see that run above the tank deck, which is where all the like the actual engines and everything are at, to get around to the true heart of the ship. This is, um, remember when Jack and Rose ran through and it was like the henchman was chasing them and they ran through, they went through that door and then they, it was all hot and stuff. That's they went through orlop deck to get there. Right. And they're like, hey, you're not supposed to be in here. And they're just like, ha, 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 this isn't dangerous at all. We're having a great time. We might trip and burn. Right? Woohoo! <laughs> um, clearly a huge OSHA violation. Um, oh, her hair is probably so greasy. Yeah, and then when they go up the stairs and they bust through the door and they go into cargo deck, well, that would have been G deck where the motor cars were and they, you know, bow chicka wow wow. Who would bring that on the Titanic? Their car. Well, we actually, I have a story about that later. Oh, my gosh. The car didn't make it. No, the car didn't make it. <laughs> what if that was it? What if I was like, and the car made it? What? It, it didn't. Um. So now we're on to the tank deck, which is basically the lower well of the ship, the bottom part. If you've ever seen the movie, this is where, like, you hear all the, the pish-posh sound, like, the machinery going to work, making... um. It's way faster when, uh, with needed as speed, all, all ahead full is I believe what they say when they're like, go faster. It's a uh, location where they take you through all the men in the super hot, sweaty, coal covered bodies and working hard to keep that ship moving. Coal engines fed. There are no passengers whatsoever allowed in this section. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is like the true workers of the Titanic and that is it. That is the decks. I'm sure we missed some things. I'm sure we missed some staff, but I, I know April was a little hesitant on me doing this part because it's so long, but I really wanted to make sure you understand that no matter how many times you've seen this movie or how many mm-hmm. times you think you know, there's more. And I really wanted to take the time to make sure we mention as much staff as possible. 
and people because there were so many lost and it's only right to make sure that we understand that there are names we will never know. There are, na- there are lives that we're never going to get to live on and unfortunately it's the staff and third class passengers that take the biggest hit. So I just really wanted to go over it so you kind of understood how where they were in the ship yeah. at the time of when the crash happens. Well, like, where were all the dogs and the animals at? They were on, I think, G or F. Hold on, we just read it. F. So, like, in the middle deck. Most of them didn't make it even though they were in the middle? Well, remember, we talked about this off, off uh, mic here that... Remember some of them had them in their staterooms? Oh, yeah. They were supposed to be in the kennels. There were supposed to be no dogs allowed whatsoever outside of the kennels. No, you but you don't want to mess with a grandma. Yeah. A grandma and her little fur baby? Run. Right. Cause, but that, that's the whole point. It's like everybody's stories are always about first-class passengers because their families had the money to search for them. Their families had the money to talk about them. Mm. It's, that's why I really wanted to go over it. So you could just understand how many people were truly working on this ship and not just staying on it. All right, well, let's um, take a quick break and then we'll do the next section. Okay. Guess what, guys? This one's going to be a two-parter. Yikes. Yikes, dog. But before we go, and you'll have to catch the disaster and the hauntings next week. Brielle's going to go over the movie review of the Titanic. Well, I think it was really good. Be- okay, sorry. Um, I think it was really good. Just, like, people, like, lied about it being a romance movie, I feel like. It's very... It's like romance for, like, an hour of it. And it's sad because the romance doesn't even live on. It dies. But, yeah, it was directed by James Cameron and Leonardo DiCaprio was played. They know who he is. (laughs) Played Jack. (laughs) They know who he is. (laughs) Kate Winslet as Rose and Billy Zane as Cal. I don't know the mom's name. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Stop it, mother. You'll give yourself a nosebleed. But I think it was a really good movie. I would give it a 9 out of 10. I just feel like it was really sad. There's some parts that if you don't like to watch kids in dangerous situations, I would not watch it because I was really hoping this one little girl would survive because she starts dancing with Jack. You know, she don't just survive. <laughs> Trigger warning. <laughs> Lots of perished children. <laughs> Too late now. Too late now. So what happens is Jack's dancing with her and then he stops for a bit and he's like all right i'm gonna dance with rose and then he's like you're still my favorite girl though cora cora i like cora and she's she she reminds me of ren she's like yeah she's cute though and then we find out like oh she's dead yeah you don't really find out till the end because they don't show her dying Mm -mm, which i'm glad they probably just knew they'd be like that's just too much yeah able to handle it Yeah, but they did kill off a one little kid. Really sad. Oh yeah. I hated that. The dad. Mom with the baby. Oh, shut up. But with the dad, he like grabbed his kid and then ran and then Jack and Rose were like, "No, no, it's the wrong way!" And then all the water comes in. Dad couldn't save his baby. All right. So how does it start? Um, it kind of starts out as like 
a simple movie. Like, you can see people boarding it, like, invent, but, okay, that's a lie, well, actually. It's all told by the grandma. Oh, well, yeah. in the future. Before that, you get to hear a famous line, it's been 84 years. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, basically, the grandma comes, they, like, find, because they, they find, like, a picture of her yeah. uh, searching, and she's like, oh, that's a picture of me, and I got proof. And then she tells this whole story, and then... This, basically, like I said, the story starts out, people boarding, and then Jack wins the tickets, actually. He doesn't buy them oh, yeah, himself. What's his friend's name? Oh. Fabrizio. 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 He died. Oh, yeah. It was sad. Yep, he, yeah, he died. Oof. He was the stack. Yeah, this, the fake stat, I think, fell on. I don't know which one it I was. I think it was the fake one. But yeah, it fell on him. <sighs> All that work. Yeah. And then his other friend died, too, but they don't really talk about him that much. Tommy. Tommy was a good guy. Kind yeah. of. Yeah, I mean. But, yeah, I mean, you know, as it goes on, we kind of find out, like, the romance and stuff. And then you get to, like, the second hour of it or so. And the disaster hits. And you're like, oh, oh, snail. And it gets all emotional and everyone's like, no. Oh, phew. Oh, no. And then tears happen. Good thing they show, like, not that much dogs in the movie. And they don't show any of her deaths. No, they don't. And actually, surprisingly, you don't see, like, any deaths, I think. Maybe some, but in the... Of a fireman, people. I, I don't... Oh, yeah. I feel like a lot of them actually made it in the movie. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people who die, but I wouldn't say it's, like... You don't see it as, like, a gruesome thing. Like, you, it's not like you watch them physically, like... Burn and like yeah you, yeah it's you not just hear like ow or anything you can hear ow and you can just hear like steam and stuff yeah but then actually a lot of them make it in like last minute but oh there's so much metal in there and all that hot steam and then then the boiling water comes the oh, sniffles yeah. are know, back there's another movie we should watch it's called Poseidon you would love it okay it's about a ship. Uh-huh. I can't remember why, but it, like, crashes or some, something happens, and it flips upside down. So it creates, like, a bubble, but, like, certain areas. So they have to, like, go through the ship, but, like, upside down. It's crazy. We'll watch it. Um, okay. I loved that movie. That just sounds like... I watched the... There's two. I watched the original, and I watched... The newer one? Yeah. That just sounds like a movie that'd just be full of, like, death. There, yeah, there's people who die. I mean, it's a crash. It's gonna happen. And drowning. Oh, um, did you know that the first Titanic movie that came out mm-hmm. was 29 days after the disaster? Dude, that's a little too that's quick. Disrespectful. Like they were like, "What? Someone get the hiring team." I bet it was production not. on. It probably was not that good too. I didn't watch it, but I just saw it, it was 29 days after. Literally crash and everything happened in that movie, too? I think so. I mean, I don't know. This is, like, the 19, what, 29 days of 1912, so. So, they might have just showed, like, people in the water all of a sudden. Like what? Yeah, I don't know. We'll have, you know what, we'll have to try to find it on YouTube and, like, skip. Yeah, that'd be crazy, though. That's really disrespectful. hmm I got a lot of hate, probably. I don't know. People loved that kind of stuff back then. But literally, like, 29 days after. Yeah. That's April, so by Memorial Weekend. Do people act as, like, real people from the ship, too? 
If it did, that'd be like... I don't know. That's what I'm saying. We'll have to... Yeah, but anyway, the movie was really good and sad. Yeah, I'd probably watch it again. It was just really sad. You're prepared now this time, though? Mm Mm-hmm. I'll probably definitely be paying... Paying, yeah, I'm going to pay. I'm going to pay attention to, like, extra details and stuff. There's always something. Always. Yeah. Um, don't let younger kids watch it, I guess. Also, warning, there's a... I, I just say it, there's sex. Oh, well, they don't <laughs> they show don't, uh, it, mm, but they very heavily implied. We did see nipples. You do see nipples. When they were... Boy and girl. Well, okay, yeah. <laughs> but also... I know we talked about this when we watched it, but when Jack's drawn, mm-hmm. that's not him. Like, they do the shots <laughs> of him, like, looking, like, his eyes, like, oh, look at me. But it's actually James Cameron who does the drawings, the director. That's, he, he can do everything. Triple threat. He can do everything. Movie director. Artist. Oh, no. Uh, he also does many dives, like, with the, all the, not himself, but, like, the machinery dives down to the Titanic. He's obsessed. I do so not. Activist, he probably has props. Explorer. I bet you he bought some props. Yeah. Well, we're going we're gonna to talk about where some of those props are next week. Next week. Coming Not props, up. but actual real items, I guess I should say. <laughs> Not props. Real ones. Props of real items? Maybe. I guess who knows? Who knows if they have the real thing or not? He, he probably does. <laughs> he crazy. All right. So. I bet you he got out of, I bet you he stepped out of a machine just to touch something. Well, no, they don't, remember they don't physically go in them. They're in... Well, not... Well, he might have. <laughs> I don't think you can go down that deep without being crushed. <laughs> Searching for the heart of the ocean. I'm sorry, dude. It doesn't exist. <laughs> it's in your imagination. You made that up. Oh, man. Well, see you next time on... Scary Stories from Under the Stairs. And now for Ren's joke of the day. What do you get when you make a cow laugh? What, Ren? A milkshake. Oh my goodness. (laughs)